Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Daniel Van Kirk. I am here. And our guest on the show is our favorite murderer because she murders this episode. Karen Kilgariff, thanks for joining. It was my pleasure. What a joy. We talk about We talk about swords. Oh, yeah. Uh, sword uh, stores. Sword yeah. stores. A guy who might have deserved to get attacked. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he did, but he might have. He's an e athlete. <laughs> yeah. He's an, an e athlete. That's all you need to know. That's all you need right. to know. Talk about Claudia tiny, and her life changes. Tiny Sasquatches. <laughs> tiny Sasquatches. And the Sheboygan Clogger. Which, you, yeah, that, we need the town's help on that one. This is it. It is sword stores, tiny Sasquatches, <laughs> and the Sheboygan Clogger with Karen Kilgariff. You have to listen to this week's episode of Dumb People Town. It's the Starburns Industries Tape of the Month Club. Twelve original cassette tapes delivered to your door. Each month, you'll receive a crisp new cassette tape of auditory delights made by some of the most funky and creative artists around. Featuring Dino Stamatopoulos, Natalie Palamides, Johnny Pemberton, Dan Harmon, future ladies of wrestling, Alan Resnick and Dina Kalberman, Dynasty Handbag, Jeff B. Davis, Rob Schraub, Lance Bangs, DJ Doug Pound, Cron, Open Mike Eagle, Ron Lynch, and on and on and on. Subscribe now. $13 gets you a crisp, unique tape in the mail each month. For $20, you receive a portable cassette player so you can listen to your tapes on the go. Here's how to order. For credit card customers, please call 747-888-0945. That's 747-888-0945. Or save COD charges and log onto the World Wide Web at d.rip forward slash sbi dash press. It's a good deal. It's a good show. You know what time it is, don't you? That's right. It's Drinky Fun Time, where we drink booze with some of the most interesting people at the coolest places around. So grab a drink, chill out, and enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. It's... This is Drinky Fun Time, uh, and it's already starting. Emma's pouring drinks. We are coming to you from Bar 1200 at the famous, legendary Sunset Marquee on Sunset Boulevard. A lot of shit has gone down in this hotel, and something's about to happen today. Uh, thanks to the two gentlemen we have with us on the show. Uh, first up, he is the founder and CEO of Stillhouse Spirits, and that's what we're going to be drinking today on the show. Uh, let's give a warm, drinky, fun time. Welcome to Brad Beckerman. Woo! What up, what up, what up? Hey, 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 hey. Crowd, crowd loves him. Yes, look, they're going crazy. These are the cutest little cups, aren't they? They really are, yeah. Miniature and, uh, shot cups. Super. Also with us on the show today is the co-creative director of Stillhouse Spirits. And partner. And partner. Uh... He also has a, a day job as a multi-platinum recording artist and producer whose latest blockbuster album is called The Beautiful and the Damned. <gasps> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for G-Eazy. Yeah. Hello, hello, yeah. hello. Welcome. How you doing, man? Good, really good. Good, good. So what do we have in front of us right now? What are we about to this particular pour down our gullets. Yeah, th- th- this is our uh, limited release spice cherry whiskey. Okay. Uh, oh, it's good. Oh, that's good. It's yeah, sweet. This for me. Okay. Stillhouse spiced Still cherry with limited release. How limited? Three thousand cases. Three thousand cases. Wow. Okay. And by the way, just to set the Stillhouse. 
comes in a can. Not uh, just a can, a yeah. steel can. In a steel can. It's a gutsy move to put your whiskey. You're, you're inviting. You, that's like they put paint thinner in those cans too, right? You know. Yeah. Did you know that going in? It was a, it's a bold move to do that. Bold people do bold things. That's right. That's right. Well, here's the thing that most people forget, right? From a container perspective, when um, whiskey makers bottle their stuff, they're not bottling right out of the barrel. They're dumping the barrels into giant steel, stainless steel tanks, and then filling it. Yep. And that's because you need stainless steel. Otherwise, you would, uh, it would change the flavor and the color of, of the spirit. Okay. But the other thing is this. You see this? Yeah, he's holding up the can now. I'm holding the can. Uh-oh. Yeah. This spirit, Stillhouse, could do something that no other spirit in the world can do. Not another spirit on that back bar. You know what that is? What's that? Oh, dropped it, people. Wow. Drop the it motherfucking it mic. On it's the unbreakable. Ground. It's unbreakable. This yeah. goes where glass can't. Everywhere. Yeah. And, and it's thin. Oh yeah. I could tell. Probably, probably sneak cold. this probably sneak this onto an airplane, I think. Exactly. So, yeah, well we know. have we have a flash size. We <laughs> have the, the three seven five. I'm not recommending you try to sneak this onto an airplane. You probably will never associate the word cavity with dentistry again. They catch you with this thing. They're going in. Full out. Yeah. Nice. This is beautiful, though, it man. Is. I love the packaging. Yeah, and I really love the flavor, too. I mean, so, cheers. Listeners. Good health. We, there we go. To good health. There we go. Cheers. We've got a Success 750 mil can. It's red. They're all red, aren't they? But there's lots of different varieties of this whiskey. Yeah. What do we got? What other flavors do we have? So we got our OG. That's our original whiskey. So that's our clear corn. And then... In the cooler. Yeah, in the cooler. We got our apple crisp. Wow. wow. You feel how cold the can gets. Jesus. Apple crisp. Peach tea. Peach and by the tea. way, they're all good. Just simply ice cold or on the rocks. Or it's a simple, you know, one, two, mixed 60, It's 69 proof. The fla- right. Our flavor whiskey is uh, 69 proof, and our original is 80 proof. 80 proof. They're okay. almost frozen, but you can't freeze this. I mean, now no, how, did, how, did, how did you get involved in this, G? I believed in the company. I, mean, I discovered just... them as a fan. Okay. Yeah, and then met Brad, and I felt like I'd met my twin. <laughs> well, <laughs> you do. You do we just clicked. And, Not um, quite. I mean, listen, like, uh, I'm a big believer in, you know, doing things that make sense, like moving organically. Partnering organically. Um, anything I put my name on, I take seriously. Yeah. You know, any song I do, any video I do, any, you know, any move I make. And, you know, I've, I felt a connection and a synergy with the company. Listen, I am unlike anybody else. My entire life, I've felt different. I've felt like an outsider, you know. And growing up and learning to embrace that and be different and be bold and be, you know, proud of that instead of trying to fit in is the backbone of my whole identity yeah. and i felt that connection with Stillhouse. i mean like you just said you know it's like well you've always been a fan of spiced cherries haven't you that's I, it. I, I do like the spice cherry yeah it's my favorite um <laughs> and i just felt a connection and we just kept building and it just made sense so yeah yeah, yeah. by the way i should let you know you're the uh, you're the second g we've had on the show we've had another g on yeah. G Love was on ah, previous ah. shows. So you're the second G. Yeah. And you're the only 
Brad, we've had. Yeah. <laughs> have we had a Brad? Stop. Has there been a Brad? Be Brad. Be Brad. If there has, I'm embarrassed. I don't remember. Yeah, no. So what? You've been uh, in addition to Stillhouse. You've been a little busy lately. You get a new record. You're a little you're, bit. Yeah. You're, uh, <laughs> jamming out all over the place. How is it? Yeah. It's been a whirlwind, right? I mean, how many? You know, you, it's been what? Four years? Three, four years since the first record. Uh, the first official record that you would count, yeah. The the first first record that I was like selling out of my backpack in downtown yeah. Oakland. Wow. It's probably over ten years. Um but yeah, the first record I put out on RCA was yeah, about four years ago. And yeah. then I put out my last album, uh, When It's Dark Out, and then this one it's been almost exactly two years since that release. And um yeah, I spent a year recording it and now we're rolling it out and my album comes out. Yeah, I mean, it's out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, wait, so 10 years ago, because you were 28, <laughs> is that right? Uh, yeah. So, when you were 18, you were handing out records on the street. 28 going on 8. Were you one of those people? <laughs> <laughs> well, were you, uh, were you literally there sort of saying to people, yeah, please take yeah, this, I, listen I, I, to I it? Be, yeah, I mean, I've always, um, you know, if, if it doesn't exist, then make it, you know? If, if it's not how you want it to be, then go get it, you know, period. And I was releasing music on MySpace back in, yeah. you know, 2006, 2007, yeah. and nobody was listening, you know? I mean, we were trying, it wasn't working, and I was in downtown Oakland selling CDs, and, you know, people walking by, hey, support local hip-hop, buy this, da-da-da-da, you know? And, you know, that, that same grit, that same, you know, made hustle. happen has yeah. never stopped. Yeah. yeah, that hustle. That's really impressive, because that still happens today. You know, you can walk down the street here in L.A., and someone will hand you... Movie. It's 2018, man. You if you have the internet, you can watch any movie ever. <laughs> Star Wars, right here, six bucks. Yeah. But it still um, happens, and sometimes I feel bad. I'm like, oh no, it's okay, because I know I won't go home and listen to it. You yeah. would, Dan. You would. I would. But obviously, you know, it, it really works and paid off. And I was in an bad. Uber once, and a guy was telling me about his uh, new record oh, that God, he was doing, and I, and I was like, oh, really? <laughs> that's, that's cool. Right? And he's like, here, you want to hear it? I'm like, oh, shit. Don't yeah. do this to me. And he put it on. And he cranked it up really loud, and and it I wasn't. Think we have the same Uber driver. And it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't like good. I, I and he's like, "What do you guy. think?" And I was like, "It's amazing." Yeah. You actually, sorry, but G, G E, as your mother would call you, you got an Uber over here, didn't you? I did. Now, yeah. did they know about you? This guy did not. No, he did not. He didn't know. No, I like it better when they don't. What's yeah. your Uber etiquette? Do you just get in and not say? I anything? just get in and not say. Anything. You've got no stars yeah. then. Yeah. Your rating yeah, no, is my rating gotta, is actually really bad. You got to talk to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, somehow I have a good rating, which is amazing considering how many times I've actually passed out in Ubers. How do you know you I have a good rating? You can check it. You can check it on. I have friends throw yeah. up in Ubers. I never did that. Never did that. that. I thought it was like your credit <laughs> score. You couldn't find out unless you wanted to drop points. No, no, you can find out. Um, now, Brad, you you came to the booze business in an interesting way as well. Tell us a little bit about your background before before Stillhouse. You played college football, right? Oh, he doesn't right. know where to start. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I with Nardwar. Yeah. Uh, I did play a little college football, and I've uh, been out in L.A. for a long time. I was in the music merchandise business. Uh, we had a brand called Trunk, yep. and uh, I fell into this business about nine years ago because I was looking for something to do. Um, type A personality, can't sit still, and... Uh, Basically, a, a barbecue chef, a friend of mine, um, Adam Perry Lang. He's oh, actually yeah. opening a place with. Uh, he is, yeah, he's opening a place with uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Yeah, 
uh, called APL. Um, and it was really his original idea was to be, he, he wanted to come out with this moonshine. And we did that, and uh, it was in a glass jug under the brand Moonshine. And it didn't, I remember it. it. It didn't work. I remember the label. It was like a, it was yeah. a, clear, it had clear. Like a brownish label, yeah. though. Yep. It was clear, yeah. and, and it didn't work. And we thought, you know, shit, can you imagine if you could own Kleenex or Xerox, have this generic name? And, and what happened was, well, there are a lot of things that didn't work, but people's perception of what Moonshine is brought them to be not premium, lowbrow, exactly. not taste good, and then to try to get somebody to try it, right? Because ultimately our job as spirits producers are liquid to lips. Long story short, uh, it didn't work. My partners at the time, um, they we didn't agree. Yeah. And so as the founder originally, uh, I stepped down from the company. Can I ask you something? Was yeah. one of your partners Steve McPherson? He is still an investor. Okay, the former yes. president of ABC. Yes, he was. I know Steve, and I because he yeah. had sent me can the he, moonshine. Can he yeah. tell his story? You yeah, know, I, I just no, wanted no, to so, ask him. I so, mean, yeah, by the maybe, way, so I was hoping so, maybe he had a fight with Steve McPherson. No, 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 no fight with yeah. Steve. Steve okay. was an inv- original investor, as was uh, Charlie Walk and Jason Ben and some okay. other guys. Yeah. And I had a partner that was in the wine business, um, and I thought that if you're in this wine business, that's being in the spirits business. But spirits and wine are very different. They're different in rules, laws, excise tax, all these other things. So we didn't see eye to eye. I stepped down. And then about a year later, they did nothing with the company. Nothing good, nothing bad, just nothing. I bought them out. And then I said, I got to reinvent myself. And that's where we, we came up with the steel can. And, uh, it was been a while and there were moments in time that I got approached, um, you know, with different celebrities and people and candidly, um, wasn't looking for a, a celebrity endorsement deal of any sort. Who needs them? We don't. Oh, sorry. And, <laughs> and, you know, as serendipity would happen, um, you know, I end up meeting G through an old mutual fr- well, not mutual. He's my friend and his co-manager, G Roberson, who's okay. That's you know, another G. That yeah, another and you, and G. you had it at the By the way, we have to call yeah. him yeah. Robo because when we're all in a conversation, if we say G, we're referring dude, dude. to this yeah. G. Okay, Robo is Robo. But uh, <laughs> long story short, I uh, I said to him, man, he tasted it and he said he doesn't really drink, and he had a big smile on his face, and I was like. All right, man. What kind of genius idea do you have up there? Because I know you you just you dialed in, <laughs> and he had this, and he has a big smile. He's real animated, and he goes, "Give me a couple of days. I'm gonna get back to you. I got something." And unbeknown- this special guy. I mean, he manages yeah. Kanye West. Like he literally like he create. I mean, he found Kanye, Kanye West. West. Like yeah, he's you know one of the biggest people in music. I mean, it, he's literally a Jedi. Oh no, but, um, no question. And yeah, this is the other. This is the other. This, this, this is Gerald. Gerald. the Gerald. His name's actually Robot. Gerald. Yeah, is it? Yeah, his name's Gerald. I didn't yeah. know that. Aww. One of the only other Geralds I've met in my life. Now, how did he find you? Did you? He found me through uh, his partner Cortez, who manages Lil Wayne. Okay. And they are the Illuminati of hip hop, basically. You know, literally, from wow, well, I sir. mean, they managed Drake. They um they managed. Uh, I mean, they've worked with everybody from, from Jay Z to Nicki Minaj to Ti to Lil Wayne to. You know, to Kanye, um, and they came to me about what five five years ago now, and I've been with my managers that I met in college, like the people that I, you know, started with and built everything That's with right. organically from the jump, and they wanted to get involved, and 
as flattered as I was and as, you know, starstruck as I was because I knew who they were and I knew yeah. who they represented and what they've done, I said point blank. I said, um, look, I'm flattered that you want to work with me, but unless you see me as a Kanye West, I don't want to do this. And I need you to dedicate as much energy and time as you would to a little Wayne. Yep. And otherwise, no. Period. And that's how they saw it, and that's how I've always seen it. And we've been partners ever since. And, yeah, I mean, he, he, he can't say enough about this guy's smile because yeah. when, that, when that smile lit up, yeah, and he yeah. says, yeah, I, I know somebody who's yeah, yeah. like this. And, uh, yeah, he connected the dots, and he brought me to Brad. And, you know, I was already a fan of the company. And we met and, and we clicked. And, um, you know, I've, I've always been a whiskey guy. Okay. But, you know, listen, like, I wanted to build something. I wanted to be a part of something. You know, it's, it's a lifestyle. You know, we, we have habits of nature. I mean, we, you know, a lifestyle, like literally what we do. And in music, I think people look at artists as somebody they follow, somebody they listen to the music that, describes a whole you know a lifestyle literally and you're yeah and 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 drinking and going out and you know everything that goes along with it is a part of it but do you um, integrate this into the tours or anything you have still organically all, you're doing all, all that's in there too it, it's yeah. in his first three videos i mean if you pay attention to it it's yeah. part of it's not a like just a product placement like it's integrated as far as the vibe and the energy of his creative vision of what that attitude is and and i think you know, that's what we're doing here. I mean, you know, G not only is my creative partner, but he's he's an investor in the company. Yeah. Um, and honestly, and, and I, I don't know if I've actually said this to you, but I've actually never asked you to do or post anything in particular. Yeah, no. At, not once. And, and, you know, it's just a testament to, to his belief dedication to to this brand and uh i mean our social media numbers have literally almost doubled since we've been partners just because his halo effect right and it's and it's awesome and it's and it's natural and when he does you know um any kind of event or party and we do sampling we're doing it in a way that fits his brand because it's who we are yeah yeah and it's 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 amazing too to see. I mean, do you when you think back on those days when you're hustling CDs in Oakland? Mm-hmm. You, you know, you look now. You got song on uh, me, myself, and I on Spotify looks pushing like 700 million streams. Is that yeah. does that blow your mind when you? It look blows at, my mind. Yeah, fully yeah, because. Yeah, I mean, I remember uploading songs to MySpace and refreshing the page. <laughs> you know, I, I would refresh to check the plays. You know, to see like, how many I'd, people I'd let were it doing sit it for about an hour. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd be so excited. Like, I'd let everybody know, I'm uploading a new song tonight. You know, I'd upload it, and then I'd wait. You know, I'd wait. I'd, you know. What was I'd, a good I'd, night I'd refresh back then? it. Uh, I'd be like, 87 plays. 87? <laughs> wow. wow, there's so many of you on the other side of this. Wow. I'm speaking to all of you. I'm so grateful. Um, 87 You know, and that's, that's real, because I think as, as creatives, uh, we want to be heard. We want to be understood. Yeah. We want to be felt. We want to be... You know, what we create and give to the world, you know, uh, I mean, I don't know. We don't want it to fall on deaf ears. And yeah. when there's somebody on the other side, it feels really good. And um, uh, rolling out this album has just been, you know, really intense for me because it's, you know, it's the first time where 
I don't know. We don't we don't feel as much as I'll always feel as an underdog, but we didn't feel like that this time as much because the platform is what I always prayed for and what I always hoped for is to have the platform to you know have people on the other side and a, a budget to create what I wanted to create and a platform and the help and the support and you know between everything we're doing between you know the help from Stillhouse between every single angle it's been incredible. Yeah. There must be a lot of expectation, though, that you – how do you deal with that so that you – because you're obviously in a really comfortable – Oh, God, spot. anxiety is crippling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just drink still yeah. health whiskey yeah. to get through. This is my medicine. This is my medicine. Ooh. Anxiety Ooh. medicine. Yeah, exactly. Can I ask? Can I open the um, Please. clear corn as Please. well? Please. Yep. Yeah, just so you know, it, it actually is, is just original now. It, we're just OG original. So the original whiskey no, yeah. without any – there's, it's Delicious just, flavors. And where are you? Flavors. Where are you making this? Our distilleries in Columbia, Tennessee. It's okay. about forty miles outside of Nashville. Do you? Uh, do you want to? Uh, want to challenge the guys here? Hang on, wait. Let oh. me just try this because challenge. before we go into the nonsense of this quiz we're about to do, uh -oh. um, how is this whiskey clear? Why is that? All whiskey starts out clear. Yeah. That's not can't be true. Surely I've drank so oh, much of it. I know that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so for all intents and purposes, for the record. It, it's a baby bourbon that never, never got gets barreled. aged. Yeah. It doesn't get barreled. So we, like we charcoal favor, uh, charcoal filter it, and uh, yeah, it's easy. Yeah. But that, and that, it's that, an that, upper that, buzz. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, that's good. Is anyone else? Stay tuned is right. Yeah, I'll try it. Should Let me see. see. Here we go. You see, I, I feel like we should have gone with this one first, but uh, it's a funny pork. Let me try it. There we go. Mm. Now, oh yeah, do you have a favorite? Yeah. Do, you, do you have a favorite flavor? Do I have a favorite? Yeah, spice cherry is probably my favorite right now. Or this it's one. Limited, but it's incredible. But mint chip is my other favorite. Mint, mint chip? Do you like mint yeah. chip ice cream? Because if you do, this is the bomb. In what my opinion, it? this is the star. That was a bomb. Yeah, this is the star. Yeah. See, this is like, this is like uh, and I know you know it's hard for, for people out there because they're not tasting it, but if you can imagine a thin mint, right, uh, uh, or a mint chip, chocolate chip ice cream. Thank you. <laughs> Hi guys, it's Emma from Drinky Fun Time and there's something I really need to share with you guys. Finding the right hair colour is the absolute bane of my existence. Now, not only are hair salons horribly expensive, I've wasted way too much time in there flicking through some tattered three-month-old celebrity magazine. I've even tried drugstore box hair dyes. The shades are so unpredictable. I don't know what I'm going to get. I've wasted so much money and I often end up with colours that just don't suit my skin tone. They don't match my brow colour. But thankfully, I have found a solution. E-Salon offers professional-grade, completely personalised hair colour created just for you, and it's delivered right to your door. You go online at eSalon, you just fill out a questionnaire, upload your photo, and your personal colorist will formulate your individually blended color from over 15,000 pigments. So basically, you have a salon quality personal touch right at your fingertips, and you've not even left home. Your unique eSalon color then gets shipped quickly and delivered to your door with your name on the bottle and instructions on how to get your hair the way you want it. And if you have any questions, the hair Experts at eSalon are just a call or an email away. They get back to you really quickly. Honestly, it could not be easier. And if you want something a little bit different next time, just ask. eSalon understands you want it just right. 
So don't ever let your colour fade. They'll even cover pesky greys. Trust me, I know. I've got loads of them. Plus, there's a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you're not totally happy with your colour, eSalon will give you either a free reformulation or a complete refund. It really is bloody brilliant. Get 50% off your first box at esalon.com slash drinky. That's D-R-I-N-K-Y now. That's just $10 for your personalized hair color. esalon.com slash drinky. Okay. You know what time it is? Yeah, time for a drink. It's time to play <laughs> the drinking game. Oh yeah. my! You like that one? We also have stop this it. One. No. What do you think this is? Some kind of game? Oh, it is some kind of game. And today's drinking game uh, is the Stillhouse drinking game created just for the show. You want to know what we're playing for today? Let's hear it. Pride, just pride. Good old-fashioned pride. That's what we're playing for. So it's going to be. The three of you, I will be asking, don't cheat, Emma. I can't see anything. Uh, I will be asking the questions. You will buzz in, and uh, the first. And if you get it correct, you, you win pride. You win pride. You win, you win pride. Um, You've got to have a buzz in. Now, Brad, what's your buzz in? You can, it can be anything. Um, oh, okay, wow, there you go. The yeah. All right, G, what do you got, man? Yeah. All right, there you go. Emma? Oh, hello. All right, here we go. Oh, hello. Are you guys ready? <laughs> That was her. She did it twice. That wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) It's very tense when we play the game. Is this The Shining? Yeah, here we go. All right, here we go. This is the the clue here to the key to the game is every answer contains either the word still or house. Okay, here we go. Every answer contains still or house. Here we go. This traditional folk song tells a life of a life gone wrong in New Orleans. The most successful commercial version of the song was recorded in 1964 by the Animals, and it went to number one on the charts. What is the song? Oh, hello! Emma? My house. My house? Listen, no one else. <laughs> no one else is going to have a guess. Is my house your final? If it wasn't Bob Dylan, I didn't know it. Is my house your final answer? Oh, God. Okay. The answer is Sitting out the House of the Rising Sun. Ah! Yes. Oh, now I see how this game's played. All right, All right. you got I it. I got my okay, head on okay, straight. Okay. And you got to buzz in now, too. All right, remember, here we go. This song by Portugal the Man became the band's first to top both the Billboard alternative I songs. I still, what is it? I still. Uh... What's your buzz in? You got buzz in? Yeah. Yay! Okay. <laughs> G-Easy. G-Easy. I forget the, the end of the song. Though. Sing it. <laughs> What's that song called? Wow. I still... Uh, uh, yeah, still... Uh, Kickstand. You got it. You're almost there. Oh, no. This Whoa, is a terrible Wait a minute, place. Mr. Postman. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Uh, no, I forget. I don't know the song. <laughs> God. We're going to give it to you. The yeah. audience is saying yes. Let's go to you. What is it? The name of that song I'm in the lead. Is, yeah. The name of that song is Feel It Still. Feel It Still. Feel It Still. Feel It Still. Feel It Still spent 20 weeks at number oh one on the alternative Lord. charts. It's the longest running number one song ever. Yeah. All right. Here we go. What okay. is it? Uh, Jeezy's up one nothing. 
Yeah. He, Did you hear that? He's got I'm not it. Going Here we go. <laughs> Let me take a sip of whiskey before I ask Smug this next already. one. already. He's already smug. Give him a drink. Okay, here we go. This song, remember the, remember the clue. It's got a still or house. Is in the okay. here we go. This song by Paul Simon begins with him singing, I met my old lover on the street last night. Is that it? That's the clue. Oh, good God. Can I use Google? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri. Oh, hello. Emma? Sit still, dear. S- sit still, dear? That's the name of the song. And that oh. is <laughs> incorrect. The song is Still Crazy After All These Years. Wow. Still Crazy After All God, These Years. God, I was on the tip of my tongue. All right, here we go. This song was the second single from Tupac Shakur's posthumous album, Better Days, and featured Trick Daddy. What's the song? Kind of my mo- it's my life motto. Wow. Tupac Shakur's posthumous album, Better Days, and featured Trick Daddy. Anybody? This is a really difficult quiz. I know. Well, you know what? Wow. That's what we do. Anyone in the audience know the answer? I think, gee, he knows. He knows. It's right there. God, I love Better Days. I'm trying to think. He feels uh, responsible. He must I'm fully responsible. I, uh, yeah. Um, damn. Can't do it. No. What is it? Excuse me. All right. Uh, <laughs> still balling. Still balling. Oh, man. And here's the last one. And still you're, I need G, one for pride. G is I mean, in G's about to win the pride. Oh, my Just Lord. Just letting you know right now. All of that one. All this pride is up for grabs. I know this is not going to be an easy one. Go ahead. This 1983 song by the Talking Heads was the band's highest. David Byrne. Was the band's highest charting song ever in the United States. <laughs> How do you guys not know? Am I, I am I the only like old? I, I old? mean, I, I'm the, I'm I like the only Talking old? Heads and I like David Byrne. I, I, I don't. And know she that. was still. And what? she was still. <laughs> uh, you have an advantage. You can't I mean, add. You can't I add. Can't add. See, no, it, it, she's not looking. There's Does he have the screen that's like the the privacy Our screen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, it? Flow right out of my burning, house. Ever heard of it? Burning down the house. Burning down the house. Oh wow! Of course. Yeah, come on. All right, now you all have to take a Can drink you? of Stillhouse right, after that. I'm in. They insist. And the winner is, <laughs> by the way, G. Congratulations. You're yeah, the winner. Yeah, well done. Look at the With pride. a whopping you one can, point. You can <laughs> see him. Look at the look, look at the pride. Look at the pride he on his face. God, I got right so much there. pride. He oh, has yeah. a right to be proud. <laughs> yep, that's it. That so, was really hard. It was hard. I mean, you could have played on like easy. You played on Hall of Fame. Yeah. I should have. Yeah, I could have yeah. done it. You easy. really showed your good. age as well. I, <laughs> I know. We went for well. uh, no, pop I culture. Could, it moves so fast. Hey, I did Google the Tupac. So you could Google and I couldn't. Here's what I Googled. Yeah, I Googled songs that feature the words. Still, and then I featured songs, and that's the internet has everything. Why is Somebody made a list of this. Why yeah. still brazy? Yeah, ever heard yeah. of it? <laughs> Can Let we me. from now onwards? What was that? One of GEZ's phones just fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah. He's got like one five of, of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what else are we gonna taste now? Let's I want try to try the coconut. Please. The coconut whiskey. Tell yes. us about. So how did you how do you decide what flavors to go with? Because it was an unusual array. Of flavors you have here. Who's Wait, you, you, got, you got some of the classics, right? So our, our peach and our apple are classic whiskey flavors. Yeah. And then uh, our mint chip and our coconut are... Uh, outliers. More, yeah, exactly. They're outliers that we just believe in. And, uh, and then you got our spiced cherry, which is a, a limited release. Why is it limited? Why limited? 
Aren't there no limits, Brad? In this world? <laughs> no <laughs> limits? Right. Yeah. You know, you, know, you know what, man? If you want to bring me on board, short, I, can, short, I can give you advice. Shortage creates offer demand. You you can't yeah, that's just, true. You can't just, like, uh, let everybody have it. Does everyone have one? Yeah. We're now, where's this at price point? What's the price point on, on, on this? You know, usually every day around $25. 25 bucks. Yeah. So why do we think this... What, where was the unbreakable thing come from? Was it just a happy mistake? You were like, shit, this thing might break. No, I mean, taking it everywhere, glass can't. So, yeah. you know, you think about it like um, going to the beach or hiking, you know, hiking. Backpacking. Hiking. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I mean, Colorado is like, one of our biggest markets. You can't my, believe it. <laughs> why is Dan's ankles always broken? Well, he's hiking. On, <laughs> he takes hikes with Stillhouse. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that really yeah. tickled me. No, this I, is delicious. I this don't one. think we're allowed yeah. to drink on the beach in California, are we? Yeah. No, you yeah. can't bring glass on the beach in Hello. California, but you could bring a Stillhouse uh, steel can. Now, do you have, I, I might have looked on the website, and I think that you are encouraging this is like a travel buddy, like a drink to go type thing. We have a 375 that fits in your back pocket, oh, and it's like a flask. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's like my thing because I just like yeah. put it there and... You know, now, do you ever drink when you're performing? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, no, I mean, absolutely. Some people like, don't. Listen, I, I used to get bad stage fright. So, yeah. you know, I'd, I'd be nervous before I'd go on stage, and a shot or two of whiskey would help me, like, just, you know, feel calm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I put one of these in my back pocket every time I go on stage. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Now, yeah. when you play, like, you recently played Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. do you when you walk out there, is it is it overwhelming when you look out and you see twenty thousand people? Or you, you got it now? You got it. Yeah, not, anymore. not anymore. Still house courage. You yeah. Got, you got one I mean, there's certain shows. Nah, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's certain shows that I still like. You know, get the jitters. But um, I mean, it's more or less. It's there's the performance aspect that becomes muscle memory. You know, mm. I mean, you've done it. I, I literally, I I played like over two hundred shows last year. I was going to ask a question. When you've done so many performances is it a little bit like when you do the same route to work so often you can't remember how you got to work sometimes because hmm. you're like did i stop at a traffic light I today i don't have a job what, <laughs> you, <laughs> what do you but, mean but are you in autopilot is what I'm uh saying. well here's the thing it's weird because you know it's not autopilot for the fans yeah that's their only time seeing the show but do you ever get off stage and you're so like high on all of it and it's, it's kind of like driving a ferrari and like slamming on the brakes ah. when you get off stage you know yeah. it's a, it's if, if i leave everything on that stage if i give my all to the fans who's one night it is you know i mean they they've saved up they bought these tickets they planned for it they put it on their calendars they bought yeah you know parking they bought drinks you know what i mean like they came out here for this special night it's it's friday night for yeah. them and this is their show. And um, I want to give them, you know, everything. And when you get off, it's like you, you peak, you climax, and then, you, you know, you get off stage. And it's like, yeah. are, there, are there different energies in places you play? So in other words, it, Minnesota you, is incredible. So that's what I think. Like, Minnesota you, can is you sense incredible. The, the Literally, energy there, there's different energies in different yeah. places, yeah. Um, I love New York. New York scares the shit out of me. Like, wow. when I perform in New York, it, like, like it, it's New York. It's yeah. a tough crowd, you know? Like, I mean, I've, like, it's not like it was the first time. You know, it's not as whatever, but, um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. But in places like Minnesota, for whatever reason, they love live music, and they, like, they react differently. But, yeah. Is it because, I've not been to Minnesota, but is it because they're more grounded and sort of, like, 
just down to earth. Is That's because they're so fucking cold. They're just yeah. happy. They're just happy to be in <laughs> hey, the concert. They're like, we're not outside. <laughs> I'm this pretty is amazing. Sure yeah. I'm pretty sure it's cold in New York, though. Like, yeah. what's the difference? Yeah. Is it? It's just, just um, and I I appreciate that there's difference, because if there was no difference, it would literally be Groundhog Day every day. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. So going to places and 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 experiencing that difference in energy, and and vibration, you know, is what we live for. Because, I mean, if you can imagine a tour, it's like you play basically the same songs every night. You, you do the same show. You, you do the same routine. I have exactly the same amount of oh, still still before I go on stage. It's very, like, I don't want to be too, you know what I mean? I don't want to be too this yeah. way. So it's like, it's very routine. It's very, Down like, repetitive, you know? So I appreciate those, you know, those moments that feel like I'm here and I know I'm here because... I'm getting that energy of here that's unique to here. Okay. So, yeah. What's a day in life like for someone like you? Like, what time do you get up? Okay, lobby call is 6 in the morning. Lobby car is it lobby, 6? Lobby call. So, we oh, all have to meet call. in the lobby of the hotel at 6 in the morning. We're all hungover. Yeah. Uh, we Damn meet in the lobby <laughs> at 6 in the morning. Uh, we get in a big, like, two or three SUVs. Um, we're sleeping on the way to the airport. It's usually about... 30 minutes to an hour. <laughs> we drive to the airport, sleep. You stop at um, like McDonald's and things like that. Eh, there's no time. <laughs> um, uh, we get out, we fly to the next city, um, go to another are SUV. You in a private, private? No, okay. no. Uh, they're very expensive. Um, they are very expensive. We go to you know, another SUV, go to the hotel, try to get a nap, and then wake up and then go to do like interviews you know, in whatever like city this. we're in, like yeah. this. Uh, during the day and then we'll play the show at night and then get off stage and go to an after party and play like another show and then Jesus have fun Christ, I'm so, I'm with tired. the friends that we've made in this city <laughs> and um, you know drink still house and then wake up at 6 in the morning the next day and off you go again what do you again. do when you have to pee during a show <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's happened. had to have happened yeah, right? like happened. you're on stage you're dancing around you're yeah. like, shit I gotta pee what it's do you happened. do it's happened you hold it. Oh, God, I just go. Just I go. would just stop. I'd be yeah. like, hey, guys, hold on a second here. Yeah. Uh, I've talk amongst yeah. yourselves. It's not a costume uh. change. I just have to use the bathroom. Well, because if he's drinking the whiskey, <laughs> I would have to pee. I couldn't go Listen, two hours without peeing. No one's peeing. looking at his feet at this point. Yeah. They're not seeing it just swelling up around his ankles. They're just looking at his face. What if he had, <laughs> what if he had like a porta potty on the stage? That would be awesome. I'm that's not sexy. Not you a good can look. make, actually, no. that's smart. You could turn a giant stillhouse can. Be no, 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 stop. No, 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 it wouldn't work, no. You just get in that, it? That's not the brand messaging, I think. No, I don't think that's yeah. They don't know They're, he's going. I yeah, they don't know that. Um, so, okay, guys, so what's next What's next for the brand? You're going to be bringing out some new some new flavors? Yeah. I mean, we have something that we're very excited about. I'm excited. This is So, you know, we, we, we started two years ago, and uh, it takes two years to age your bourbon. We have our bourbon coming out. In February of 2018. Do you have it with you today? Well, yeah, we have a little. Oh, <gasps> look at it. Oh, and it's black. Goodness. It looks like a I bottle of it. aftershave. Yeah, a little label. So this was, wow. this was a passion project. This was something that we were both very, very, very excited this about. This is our first one we did together. Um, They're cradling okay. it like a little kitten. Yeah. He, he's staring at it. He's yes, like yes, staring at this thing it, lovingly. You know, yeah. Anything you care about is your baby. Yeah. You know? and, uh, it's very cute. Listen, I'm a huge Johnny Cash fan, as is Brad. Yeah. That was one of the things that we instantly bonded over. Um, Johnny Cash was the man in black. 
Yeah. I wear black every day. Because um, you pee your pants all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, one of the first things I thought when I looked at, at the Still House can is, uh, let's do a black one. Yeah. You know, and let's do a real, you know, a bourbon, like something that can stand its own. And, and we've been developing this for a long time and have kept it under wraps. And, um, you know, I wanted to do uh, something special, something that would really, you know, yeah. hold its own. And another thing that was really important to me, I said, the cap should feel like a luxury door when you close it. So it's it's heavier. It's. It's different. That was like a whole thing to me. But anyway, um, this so is slick. Gotta gotta ask, how much is this gonna cost us? All the money in the world. Yeah, all yeah. the money in the world. All the money in the world. Just talking about that earlier. But again, this is a small one. This is three seventy five, so you can fit it in your back pocket. Yeah, it's refillable. It. Yeah, it's like um. So but the so cap the thing, is heavy. Yeah, the cap. Uh, that was something that was uh, important. Uh, yeah, yeah, we fought Gerald. for that. Yeah, we 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 definitely fought for that. That that's made out of a, a solid piece of lathe steel. And if you look at it, um, it's reminiscent of like an old um, audiophile dial. Yes. Oh, producer, by you'll like this. So, yeah. listeners, the I'm holding onto the, an empty can because obviously it's not out yet. But the can itself is actually lighter than the than the cap. And I think if you ever do buy this, you should keep the cap. It's really cool. So the thing that makes uh, our bourbon so unique is how we uh, we finish it. We we rest our bourbon in small batch roasted coffee beans which has never no been kidding. done before yeah, yeah. and wow. uh it's serious this this is going to be one of the best bourbons on the market for its price range which for a 750 will be right at 30 dollars. and that's coming out in february that will be out in february yeah and uh, gee what about you what's happening what's 2018 looking for mu- looking like for you musically do you have a day off Coming up. No. Oh. no. Maybe this Christmas. is it. By the way, he's here just for the record. I want to tell you what an awesome partner he is. Yeah. He is this is his day off on music. And I said, <laughs> gee, you know, this is important. These these people are important into the spirits business. He's like, let's do it. Yeah. So I, I just want you to understand like this is just this is very, we we yeah. are we are very flattered lucky. to have you here. We're honored. No, I, and, and we appreciate you <clears throat> wanting to, to be with us, but I want you to understand like he doesn't take a day off yeah. because if it's not his music, it's still house. If it's not still house, it's one of his other things. I mean, this this man hustles. Yeah. We'll probably spend most of 2018 on the road. You're going to spend it on the road. All on the road. Touring. Yeah. God, when I get up to pee at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'll be thinking about it. Yeah, live out of my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back um, into bed. But, yeah, no, I'm excited. It's actually been a while since I've been on the road, so excited. I'm excited to get back out there. Well, I want, I want everybody to uh, you go check out Still. What's the website for Stillhouse? Stillhouse.com. Still, where'd you come up with that? Stillhouse? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> still, uh, st- check out Stillhouse.com. Uh, you, and you have to go right now, immediately, as soon as you stop listening to this, and listen to The Beautiful and the Damned, available everywhere Yes. that music is distributed. Including in- downtown hey, Oakland. You can find me slinging them out of my backpack. Yeah. Hey, for it. <laughs> uh, and I want to thank Brad Beckerman. Thank you, Thank you, guys. Yeah. And what a pleasure. And Thank you G-Eazy yeah. for coming here and joining us. And I think we'll you know, let's, let's take it out with this song today. Huh? Uh-oh. Woo. <laughs> hey, fuck with me and drink some Stillhouse. Yeah. <laughs> fuck with me and drink some whiskey. That's <laughs> brilliant. If I hit it one time, I'm a piper. Let's just stay here and drink all day. More or less. <laughs>
Hello, I'm Dave Ross. Hey, and I'm Hampton Yunt. And we host Suicide Buddies on Starburns Audio. That's right. It's a podcast about suicide, but not to make light of it. We actually talk about suicidal thoughts, depression, kind of with a sense of levity that Dave and I have with each other. He's my best friend. Come on. Yeah, we're buddies. (laughs) Suicide Buddies. That's the title. One of our favorite episodes that we've recorded so far is about this guy, Jan Pataki, who was a Polish aristocrat in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, one of the reasons it's possible that he killed himself <laughs> is that he thought he was a werewolf. Oh. Check out a clip. It also makes me think, like, we were talking about in the Norway uh, black metal episode, how, like, just the culture of your surroundings can affect you. Like, yeah. he's in a castle in Poland. <laughs> He's like, I mean, if you yeah. lived in a castle in Poland and no one knew anything about anything, you might be like, I'm a bat. I'm probably a bat. <laughs> <laughs> That's like literally what happened to Batman. <laughs> he literally is in his mansion. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm a, a bat. bat. I'm a bat. I'm a <laughs> bat. I'm a, I'm I'm a bat. bat that helps people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bat that helps people. I'm a, I'm a I don't know what you want from me. And my, uh, and my a, girlfriend, she's a cat. She's a cat. My she, girlfriend's she, a cat. She steals things. She's a woman who steals things. She's a cat. I'm a bat. I'm a I bat. People. She's a cat. We fight a penguin. My, uh, my. 